Hi, and welcome to Kindy Week in Review, the weekly look at the news from the kindy music world and other kid-friendly media areas. I'm your host, Stefan Shepard, and let's jump right into the news. The big news this week is I just came back from Kindy Fest, the annual South by Southwest-like conference of kids musicians and reviewers and radio folks in New York City. Brooklyn specifically, and I think now that I've been back for four or five days, I think perhaps I'm finally <laughs> returned to some semblance of normality. My legs are no longer uh, rubber-like in their consistency, and my sleep has returned somewhat to normal. But, uh, you know, in spite of all that, the the uh, constant walking, the odd meal times, the uh, decided lack of sleep. Uh, it is, as always, and was a blast. I mean, the, the panels that I saw were, were excellent, lots of fun, great conversations. And of course, the best part of the whole weekend are the conversations themselves, the conversations you have with the musicians and fellow reviewers, learning more about them, about what makes them tick, about the projects that they're working on, some of which uh, are public or you know about, and some of which are very hush-hush, and they say, you know, I'm hoping to make this happen, and maybe six months from now we'll actually see that happen. Uh, obviously, a lot of news transpired at the conference. A couple things, for example, uh, related to Dan Zanes that I found out at the conference. Uh, he's got a new album that's going to be coming out with Elizabeth Mitchell. That's a super duo, if there ever was one. That'll be coming out in August. He, he also has a new web series that's going to be coming out soon. So those were a couple of Dan Zanes-related items. And, of course, the concerts, tons of music going on. Uh, in Brooklyn and around New York, actually. In fact, you know, a couple of the concerts I saw weren't anywhere near Brooklyn. One was the live debut of Underbirds, another super duo featuring Todd McHatton and Morgan Taylor. They played a, a set at Symphony Space for, uh, with their debut album. Uh, I got to see Raffi, which was uh, incredible. It was great. Uh, man whose uh, songs have provided many hours of joy in our in our house, household. I saw him at Town Hall in Midtown Manhattan on Sunday. The Industry Showcase was great. Lots of great acts there. Uh, the Public Festival on Sunday, I had to miss most of it for Rafi and to get back to Phoenix, but I hear that went well as well. So lots of fun. If you're an in the industry, if you're a musician, I highly recommend attending at least once just to meet all these other people who are doing the same crazy thing you are. And, you know, if you're in New York, that weekend is always great because there are lots of musicians looking to play gigs around Kindy Fest, and the public festival is always lots of fun. In other news, I wanted to note that uh, there's going to be a big benefit concert for One Fun Boston in Boston on May 12th. It's uh, going to feature Karen Kay and the Jitterbugs, Ben Rudnick and Friends, Alistair Moop, Josh and the Jam Tones, Vanessa Trian and Jumpy Monkeys, Stacey Peasley and her band, Mr. Cookie Jar from L.A. is going to be out there. So that is, I think, a, going to be a big, fun concert, benefit concert. If you're in the Boston area, you should probably check that out, see if you can make it. 
David Bachman, the L.A. songwriter, was nominated for a Daytime Emmy this week for his... Uh, he has a co-writing credit on The Forgiveness Song, which is a song that aired on the Nick show Robot and Monster. So congratulations to David. Uh, Dr. Noise has a new app. So if you're a big fan of Dr. Noise and Phineas McBoof, uh, there's a new app on the iTunes store, 99 cents, you can check out. And then in terms of new releases this week, uh, Fantastico, I think, is getting a uh, sort of a... is officially out this week. I think it's getting a bigger push later in the month, but uh, you should be able to find Fantastico around. Moving onward into the charts, uh, again, not much movement on the albums charts, uh, the Billboard chart. Again, check it up. I Heart Dance, number one. Kids Bop 23, number two. Sophia the First, number three. Nothing remotely kindy in the top 15 there. On the Amazon digital chart, Again, that Sunday School album that's 89 cents for more than 30 songs is number one. Value pricing, important in the Amazon kids' music field, apparently. Uh, kids Bop 23 and Kids Bop 22, number three and number, number two and number three. Uh, you know, it's sort of weird. I don't talk a lot about the Wiggles. I don't mind the Wiggles, but, you know, they're clearly not in my standard set of artists that I discuss, but I think it's a sign of how depressing sometimes the Amazon Kids Music chart can be when the presence of the Wiggles at number 11 is a sign of celebration, ironically, for an album named Celebration. See how I see what I did there? On the iTunes digital chart, uh, Kids Pop 23 Deluxe was number one, Sophia the First, number two, 30, 30 Toddler Songs, number three, Terms of Kindy, Go Raffi, number seven. Uh, with singable songs for the very young, Lori Berkner, best Lori Berkner band, number 14, Here Comes Science, number 23. In terms of more physical formats, the Amazon CD baby chart, uh, Violin Lullabies by Rachel Barton Pine is number one. I'm sure that has nothing to do with the fact that there was a big feature on NPR yesterday on that album. Number two, Kids Bop 23. Number three, Sophia the First. And again, you got Lori Berkner band at number eight free to be you and me at number 16 here comes science number 18 moving on to the cd baby chart this week which i found out uh they do the sales for a lot of libraries and so that helps put a, a different spin on the uh, charts for the cd baby chart but paper cuts by melville dewey number one Back to School, the remix, Alphabet Rockers is up there. Come Make a Circle, Volume 3 by Susan Salador, and A Boy and His Guitar by Mr. Billy also on there. In terms of singles, you know, I'm going to put links to the iTunes and Amazon single pages in the show notes, as I always do, but I think I'm going to stop talking about them because they're really not interesting. In terms of the, C, uh, the Kids Place Live 13 Under 13 chart, Gustafer Yellowgold's Rock Melon is number one. And in terms of new charts, Fat Cat and Fish Face, You Are What You Eat, they debuted last week. And there's another Owl City. There's already an Owl City song on the chart, like at number three. Uh, second Owl City song, a duet with Yuna, is uh, on there as well. So Owl City seems to be the safe tween song or even pre-tween song that they can play on Kids Place Live. With that, I'm done here. 
So as always, thanks for tuning in. If you enjoy the podcast, or even if you don't, there is somebody out there who doesn't, who gave me a one-star review, but every review helps, so please, if you get a chance, do take the time to rate and review in iTunes. Uh, Again, thanks. If you have any questions, please shoot me a line at zooglobal at earthlink.net. Thanks for tuning in. Talk to you next week. Bye.